there's two varying opinions of a very polarizing head coach, a former head coach for the Wisconsin Badgers, now current head coach for the Fighting Illini of Illinois. Boys, Rowdy, RJ. Yeah. Who who has had more success while coaching the Wisconsin Badgers? Paul Christ or Brett Bielema? Brett Bielema? Oh. I mean, he's won Big Ten championships. Rowdy? I mean, I think I know the answer. I didn't I didn't know if you know what you would say, RJ. I, th- I thought about it, you know, last night and coming into the ride in, I was like, who has had more success coaching the Wisconsin Badgers? Paul Chris or Brett Bielema? We've talked about it before. It's Brett Bielema has three Big Ten championships to his name. Two? Three. Well, he also coached well, he coached in two Rose Bowls, led the team to three Rose Bowls. Yes. And you would say there was a lot of question marks when Barry Alvarez was handing off the program to somebody else because Barry had been there for so long. And Brett Bielema stepped up to the plate, and you could easily say he did not leave that program in a worse spot. If anything, I think uh, he kept it where it was at or maybe even raised it a bit. And I think he did raise it a bit when it came to recruiting. Yeah, uh, let's hear Paul Christie, 67-25 and 25 record with Wisconsin. Um, and then you go look at our guy, Brett Bielema. And Bielema, uh, he left Madison after the 2012 campaign with a 68-24 and 24 record, starting his tenure with a 17-1 and one record during his first 18, 18 games, excuse me, the third best start for a coach in Big Ten history. Well, I think another thing to look at with Brett Bielema is these were the records that he had at Wisconsin, twelve and one, nine and four, seven and six, ten and three, eleven and two, eleven and three, and then eight and five. That's pretty freaking solid. It is yeah. solid. You think about that. There's only imagine when reading those records. Imagine if you will. There was only two seasons in which he did not win at least nine games. And in those seasons, he won seven and he won eight. And he happened to play in a Rose Bowl in that one year. Mm -hmm. Like there was nobody screaming from the mountaintops to fire Brett Bielema. No, at least nobody on the sports talk no. radio or when the they social media side at home. But other than that, no. <laughs> there was other never that, no. allowed what about when Chris was Washington state at home. There was never a loud clamoring <laughs> for him to be fired because they were consistently good. Yeah. Now off the field and I two say different, this, two different I'll characters. I'll say this though to, de- to defend Paul Chris, cause I have been a Paul Chris Stan. Paul Chris has been every bit as good as what Brett Bielma had been until 20 freaking 20. I don't know what happened in 2020. I don't understand it. COVID. It's but the, the team the has gotten, for the team has gotten yeah. soft since 2020. Long COVID. Um, how much do you think Brett Bielema put? Whoa, look at that Wikipedia <laughs> picture. Think he put the picture up there. Had to because you can go. Anyone can go and edit Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, I bet you Brett's got. Didn't what? What he's, was that one he's time? Got that page unlocked. Wasn't it one? To, didn't he say he had a staffer or something vote in the AP poll? Yes, he does. Uh, uh, coaches poll. Coaches poll. He, he does me. not. He has his. And then they slight was was it after they beat LSU? No, what was that again? Uh, they didn't rank Wisconsin. They're the only after he was the, the only, only coach, coach not, to. not to rank Wisconsin. 
and everybody else had him at like ranked. 15th or something. And he's like, well, I, I don't do that. I have an assistant do that. Right. And then I bet you either Brett Bielan has an assistant that paid, is paid very well or he does it himself. The I'm, picture that Brett Bielan has on Wikipedia is like when he is like 200 pounds lighter. He might not even be head coach yet in that picture <laughs> at Wisconsin. Well, okay. Oh, so I, he is. I said we talked about Brett Bielema. How about this photo. to play devil's advocate about why Paul Chris would be better? Brett Bielema had Paul Christ as his OC. Yep, he did. True, but as a head coach, he doesn't. He's only won the West. He hasn't gotten over that hump and beaten anybody That's, for the Big Ten championship. I, under, I understand that, but what I'm saying is he had Paul Christ as his OC. Right now, Paul Christ. This is where I get just so confused. All of a sudden, it's like who's calling plays? Yeah. Is it Bobby Ingram that's calling plays? Is it Paul Christ that's calling plays? Is it Paul Christ? Is it Joe Rudolph? I, I just don't understand why we have to ask that question because in my mind, there's only one person on this Wisconsin football coaching staff that should be calling plays, and his name is Paul Christ, and he's the head coach yeah. of the Wisconsin Badgers. I don't think I've noticed him holding the play card this year. I could, I, I haven't really been paying attention, but just thinking. Well, you're at the games watching. Right. No, I'm. it's hard to see because I'm on the backside of Wisconsin sideline. It's hard to see then the front of the sideline. Um, I, I don't think he's holding a play card anymore. So I think about it. I kind of think about it this way, like in a, in a real life situation that we all have probably have seen or somehow been close to. I look at Paul Chris being the, the big time offensive guru, you know, coordinator mm-hmm. play caller. I see him as being like the dad of a business where his son is now working under him. <laughs> and normally you would say for the most part, when, when dad was in his prime and and dad was still working every day, the kid basically just sat in the corner and did whatever he wanted to do. And everyone's like, <laughs> really, <laughs> you don't, you, you're just here because your dad runs this business. Yeah. That, that's, Nepotism. That's what I would say. But then when dad starts to get older, the kid starts to run some things and it kind of goes downhill because he's just not his dad. Yeah. That's kind of what I feel like. And if, if you are in that situation, is Paul Chris saying, like, I'm on my last leg here? Like, take it back and be the offensive coordinator again. Yeah, you're the, right. be, you're the, you're the dad you are, and the owner. You are supposed to be that guy. Yeah. I don't get why you're delegating the role. So, I don't get why you're letting your little... Burnout son, do it. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, guy. Let me ask you this for a Big Ten championship for um, Brett Bielema. If it wasn't for postseason bans to Ohio State and Penn State, I mean, what did Wisconsin lose that year? Five games? Uh, when they went and ran up the score in Nebraska and just boat raced them? They even lost to Nebraska that year, yeah. Like, if it wasn't for, you know, a postseason ban for the Buckeyes and the Nittany Lions, are we even talking about one of those titles? I mean, no. No, but that's... I mean, you still, you still, you still got, got there two. And you still got to go do it, I guess, but... They yeah. lost five games that year. I mean, you finished third in your own division and ended up being in the Big Ten championship game and played in a Rose Bowl. I mean, you can't you can't take it away from them, right? I mean, that's just it wasn't their fault that Ohio State and Penn State got banned, right? I, mean, I will also say the one thing with Paul Chris though that he has, I think, done better, even though a lot of people won't admit it, is Paul Chris has actually recruited higher stars. Yeah, now, but like you've said before too. But what's that? Because it has a got more success with like, the lesser stars. RJ, you've yeah. been around the program. You were you are older than both Ebo and I. Would yes, you say I, that yeah, Barry Alvarez came into your five year plan? Don't die. 
Barry, Barry Alvarez came into Wisconsin and he recruited no stars, one stars, two stars, and three stars. Yeah, those first few years were uh, Juco kids um, and really shutting down the state borders and stopping kids from going to Notre Dame, stopping kids from going to Michigan, stopping kids from, you know, leaving the state. Uh, so three and, stars were your prize guys. Right. And at the end of Barry Alvarez, which is in the early 2000s, you would say that they were easily hitting on three stars all the time. Yeah, three, and you were getting into those four stars, and most of those four stars were offensive linemen. And then I would say Brett Bielema took over. He all of a sudden not only had that New Jersey pipeline that mm-hmm. Barry Alvarez created, but he kind of created his own in the South in Florida. Yep. And I would say he raised the recruiting to upper three stars and four stars. Yeah. And he definitely took you to that next level in recruiting. And like I said, when he opened up some of the doors to some of these other states in the South, you started getting better athletes. You started getting better players. Then we'll skip the dark years because I don't see the 80s as the 70s and 80s as the dark years. For my lifetime, it's the Gary Anderson years. That's the Wisconsin dark years. Real quick on Gary Anderson, our guy J.A. Krebs tweets in and said, Paul Chris did better with Gary Anderson's recruits than he has with his own. But that's the thing that doesn't make sense. Paul Christ has taken this program that was getting threes and fours and is now getting threes, fours, and even dipping into fives. But on the field, they play like they're twos. (laughs) Yes. And it doesn't make sense because he, like Krebs just said, he took the threes and the fours and made them fours and fives. But now when he's starting to get more fours and fives, it's like they're playing with dresses on. Have we just figured out? Have you just figured out Wisconsin football's problem, Rowdy? They got to get back to recruiting down in the muck. Get get those get the gritty kids. Get those classes that are ranked sixtieth. Like it doesn't make sense, and this is I mean, where that's it's when like, there was more success. Yeah. Why why are they all of a sudden not playing like they used to play just three years ago with better kids? All pretty is much Dave the coaching Monona, staff right? hasn't changed. It's still Paul Christ. It's Jim Leonard has now been there a few years. It's a lot of the same guys. Yeah, I understand that the Rudolphs and, and some of the Bud Myers of the world have moved on, but it's not like... That's inevitable. It's not like they were like linchpins. A lot of people were bitching that Rudolph should have been gone prior to yeah, him actually yes, walking out yes, the door. Yes, yes. It doesn't make any sense, and... I, again, I'm not on the fire Paul Chris train because I feel like if they take care of business and win the games that they should, you're still looking at an eight and four, nine and three season. And I think, you know, the wise guys in Vegas and a lot of people figured they were an eight and four, nine and three team with this right. roster. It was young. It was inexperienced. Mm-hmm. Quarterback still a question mark. Right. And we were talking about it yesterday. But the only game uh, on the schedule left that they'll probably not be favored in is against Minnesota. Yeah. But God damn, yeah. if you finish, if you continue to play like this and you have a bad season, where you go six and six, you go seven and five. Something's got to change. You yeah. definitely better think that the athletic department and this football program better start to come up with another plan mm-hmm. because you can't watch this continue to toil as a 500 team or a team that continues to underperform. Right. You got to start putting a plan together and at least asking questions and having meetings on what does our future look like. Right. Uh, Krebs one real quick says, I think he can't motivate. Chris, that is, he's boring. I know they say he's different behind the camera, but I don't believe it. I do. Oh, you you were there. You yeah, saw it. There's, eight. there's on camera Chris. Yeah, and there's off camera. I don't know why, but there's and a different fiery guy who uh, puts on 
Like the when they caught him on camera on accident, turnover chain, my FNA. Right. That that's the guy that you get behind the camera. Real quick, spitting in a cup. Since we talked Bielema, yeah. we talked Chris, we talked State of Wisconsin program. I didn't want to do Gary Anderson. If he, we already brought him up, if. <laughs> <I was> <laughs> Jim Leonard wasn't in-house and the guy that was seen as having a high ceiling. If Paul Chris stepped away in the next year or two and Brett Bielema was on the doorstep and you were thinking about bringing him back in, would you guys actually bring Brett Bielema back to Madison? What if Herb Meyer, Big Herb, wants to come in? No, <laughs> oh, that's unrealistic. What I do think- you mean? <laughs> Herb and Meyer. Bielema got away with all kinds of stuff around that. Herb could go dance. Yeah. Would you want would you, back? Would you bring Brett Bielema back if Jim Leonard wasn't the guy that was seen as having a high ceiling in-house? Say he was with the Packers. Would you bring Brett Bielema back if I, all of a sudden think about that it. was one of the guys on your radar? Think about it. There's something front page CBS Sports I want to bring up too involving that. Front page of CBSSports.com. Will Kansas hang on to Lance Leopold? And there's a picture of him looking slim and trim in the, the rock chalk, the Jayhawks. A lot of people want him to come to Wisconsin. Sure. Would you? Could you see that A lot that of people happen? want him to go to Nebraska. It has, a, has a big Bo Ryan feel to it. You could call it, quote unquote, and I'm not calling that, toiling away at D3. <laughs> you go get a, a... Toiling away. You go get a little sip of D1, and then you come back to the, the big program. I mean, Kansas is 4-0 for the first time in 13 years. That year they didn't end uh, five and seven, I believe. Yeah. Lance Lance Leopold is what they call a grinder, a blend in the woodwork developmental type who has won everywhere he's traveled. With three Power Five coaches already fired in September, that also makes him a desirable candidate elsewhere in only a second season at Kansas. Yeah, I mean, Rowdy, you can't have that kind of success at a place that hasn't had it, even when they hire bigger names. And not expect people to be calling. Jim Leonard, Lance Leopold, the return of Brett Bielema, or Big Herb Meyer. How about that Twitter? Well, poll? if I had those, <laughs> if I had those decisions, one, what I what do I really think happens? I think the keep it's on the, Chris the, fifth option. The plan has been set in place for Jim Leonard to be the next guy. At least that's what it seems like. Yeah, that's what everybody's saying. If I had Even the guy who just gave fifty two points, that's the what oper- people say. Hmm. If I had the opportunity to stay with Paul Christ, bring in Brett Bielema, go to Jim Leonard, bring in Lance Leipold, or bring in Urban Meyer, I would get on the phone. I would say, Paul, thanks for your service this year. We'll let you finish out the year. <laughs> we, treat you like Scott you we got options. We're not going to give you the, the frost treatment. My second call would be, Jim, if you want to stay at defensive coordinator, I'm all for it. Jimmy? Uh, sorry, but we've our plan has changed. Yeah. We are going in a different direction. Third one, well, I probably wouldn't even give Brett a call. Bielema? And like, hey, how's the all-you-can-eat buffets there in Illinois? And uh, you would call back Leopold and say, you know what? I, I really do like your resume, but I just don't think you're the guy here. And I do everything in my power to bring in Urban Meyer. Big Herb. And the reason being is... Big Herb. Urban Meyer has been a winner at every single level that he's coached at, whether it be Bowling Green, whether it be Utah, Florida, and Ohio State. He has you won Jacksonville. I, sorry, the college, college level. collegiate Thank ranks, you. RJ. <laughs> Bigger. He's won multiple national titles in Florida, 
won a national title in um, Ohio <laughs> State and should have was right on the door, the doorstep of going to a national championship game Can't with you freaking Utah when he had Alex <laughs> Smith at quarterback. <laughs> what I'm here. getting at is Urban Meyer yeah. has been a proven winner everywhere in college football. He can recruit at the highest of levels. Uh When he does have issues, he can clearly just blame it on his chest pain because he never, ever gets Ah. the real, you know, weight of the NCAA coming coming down on him for any recruiting violations. And one more thing. He learned that in the SEC. One more thing is if I get Urban Meyer and I have this team in place and I see the recruits start to flow in like they have flown in for the past for Urban Meyer and Wisconsin still can't beat Ohio State, they still can't completely pass up the Michigans, the Penn States, and all those other kind of second-tier teams, I will finally, as a program and as a Wisconsin Athletic Department, say – if I can't win with this situation with Urban Meyer and these players, we will never win ever. So then it doesn't matter who I hire as There's, coach. All I would care about after that would be my ticket sales, bigger. my marketing, my blah, blah, blah. But that's why I would go with Urban Meyer. Because if you can't right. win with Urban Meyer, who can you win with? All right, phone line's blowing up over this. Our guy G-Dub on Twitch said, Rowdy, just stop. Stop it. What are you doing? Uh, let's see what the phone lines have to say. <laughs> Line one, good morning. Who's this? Herb, is that you? What's up, boys? Oh, hey, Polly. What's going on, brother? I, I'm 100% behind G-Dub on this one. I've never really disagreed other than, you know, Packer cakes and stuff like that and talking smack <laughs> about teams and whatever. Yeah, just wait till they have with the Justin Rowdy, Fields comments coming up. With Rowdy, as hard as I have, I, I, I'm really, Wisconsin isn't even my team. Yep. But I wouldn't, yeah, want Michigan, Urban, man. I wouldn't want Urban Meyer anywhere near my campus. He's going to... He'll be up there finger blasting co-eds and getting in trouble just like he did in wherever. Careful. And you also got to remember yeah, he's he was doing, about doing the, like the, the, the pistol shooting. Finger guns. Yeah, the finger guns. Pew, yeah. Pew, pew, pew. yeah, you know, and I'm just saying, like, he was at Florida and, and Ohio State. That's not Wisconsin. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Scandal As a Michigan man, you were in the you were in the, uh, the mind pretzel right now, Paul. <laughs> Scandal has followed him everywhere he's gone, like, but yet they've never brought him down. Or the school. No, so there. so I can't imagine Go, he would in, walk in the college that anywhere. Ranks. That's called I a free pass. You know what? If you want to get someone, maybe it, personally, I'll go with that Leipold guy or Leipold or whatever. <clears throat> um, but or you could. What about Les Miles? I know he's disgraced, but hey, you know, <laughs> he's disgraced. But <laughs> he, he's not as he's not as bad he's not as bad as Urban Meyer. Yeah. Like every. Paulie, Paulie, Paulie. you just called. You just said I can't disagree with you more for the Urban Meyer take. But then you recommend Les Miles, who has had less than less success than Urban Meyer and won less national titles than Urban Meyer. And still has recruiting issues. And controversy. Yet you'd rather have right. him than Urban Meyer. What? What? Okay. Why? Okay. First of all, I've never like heard. Po- that like, never. Oh, I, my God. I've never heard Les Miles. I, I, he did some not good stuff, right? Yeah, you like know, he ate like, grass on the sidelines. But He, um, he yeah. also had some but, inappropriate behavior but, with a lot of women. But... That aside, it's the same thing. Let's see here. Well, uh, just I don't, I don't, he's, he's like the ultra poor man's Urban Meyer. Why would I go for the poor it, man when I can have the rich ra- man? Racist remarks, inappropriate sexual behaviors, including demanding they hire blondes with large breasts on the team. Yep. I mean, okay, 
Um, he just said what we're all thinking. The more we dig into Les <laughs> Miles, I feel like you just threw out a terrible candidate because you're a Michigan fan. I told you I think they should get that leapfold. He clearly knows what he's doing. Correct. Yeah. So I, I would go with that would be my option, but I'm saying if you want – I don't know. I, I wouldn't want Urban Meyer anywhere near my program. Paul, you call in later. We're, we're up against a break. I have two calls to get to. We love you, buddy. Call in later. All right. All right. Uh, line two, good morning. Here, kitty, 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 oh, kitty, kitty. Oh, no, this would be good. Hey, hey David. I want, I want less miles. Hey, the full question should be today, who's going to win more games, men's badger hockey or men's badger football? I mean, I like Pat, but every year Pat comes on the radio station. That's, it's Barry you know, Richter. I mean, Pat passes I mean, Barry, I mean, Barry, I'm sorry. I like Barry. You know, he comes out there and solves so this pro, that program's god awful. I mean, Tony's destroyed that program in the last five years, and you're going to see fans come there five, six thousand again. And it's, it's it's sad that whatever's going on behind the scenes. But as far as better football, you know, when you got one of the top players coming out and questioning the heart of your team, and then you got a radio bro, Mike Lucas here and I questioning the heart and and the effort desire on the field. There's more going on behind the scenes that we'll all know. And Leonard's not the answer. Krispy Kreme's not the answer. So my answer is bring back Brett when, when they upset Wisconsin. Bring back Brett. Who's Krispy Kreme? When Brett Paul walks Christ. off the field, oh. raising his fist, and, and when he runs that score up, baby, run it up. Hey, Dave, before I let you go, yeah. Sister Jean threw out the first pitch last night for the Chicago Cubs. She did a lot better than Fauci. She actually got it close to the catcher. Well, if you're going to bring back Myers, you know, Sister Jean could be our our, our, team, our team counsel. Dave, I will agree with you. A little over a minute, Fuller. Uh, Rowdy says bring in Urban Meyer. What do you say? I'm not disagreeing with him. I mean, I, mean, it, I would be okay with Urban Meyer, but I'm actually calling to defend Paul Chris. Oh. Um, yep. I, uh, this, isn't, this isn't on Paul Chris. This is on I, – I put this solely on Barry Alvarez. You know what? he can sit. He can sit and whine about this NIL stuff and paying players all he wants. It doesn't help the program at all. Things have shifted mightily. You cannot do the uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, you just can't sit there and bitch about it. You actually have to. It's either crap or get off the pot. It's time to you know pay people. It's as simple as that. You want you want to compete with the big boys? You gotta you gotta be able to pee in the tall grass. You want yeah? You want to run the big dog? You gotta pee in the tall grass, Fuller. It's it, it's it's embarrassing, honestly. You, you you can sit there and whine about all you want, but you whining about it's not going to change anything. So it's time to start paying players. So agree yeah, with agree with Rowdy, and this is Barry Alvarez's fault. Fuller, we love you, buddy. Later, boys. See ya. As Brett Bielema and Illinois coming in uh, Saturday to the camp to take on the Badgers. But, Rowdy, we were talking, speaking of the Badgers, uh, Brett Bielema was thrown in there. You had posed the question, you know, what if you could bring uh, Brett Bielema back to coach for the Badgers? We threw in the name Lance Leopold, uh, who's got the Kansas Jayhawks up, uh, what, 4-0, first time in 13 years undefeated. And then there's Jim Leonard, the uh, maybe the coach in waiting, the D.C. right now for the Badgers. And then, just for craps and giggles, threw in the name Big Herb. Urban Meyer, and you said you got on top of that mountaintop, Rowdy, and shouted into the the heavens, give me Herb. You want Urban I don't Meyer. even think this is like really uh, should be a discussion. Bring if, in Herb. If your other solutions to this problem would be sticking with Paul Christ, who I think is fine. He's a Wisconsin guy. He's been pretty good. Team last few years. A little 
underwhelming, I guess you would say. But overall, a lot of people, I especially on the national landscape, I don't think they would believe. I think they believe that Paul Christ is a good coach, but I don't think they would believe that he is a coach that could win a national championship, and especially not at Wisconsin. I saw. I, just, I would. Jim, Jim Leonard is the unknown. Lance Leipold has been successful everywhere, but he's never done it, done it in Division One. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, Brett Bielema, I think he's kind of the same thing as Paul Chris. Like, he's a nice coach. So, Rowdy. I don't think you would ever think that he would win a national title in Wisconsin. He's he's probably gotten the closest when he had the, the Russell Wilsons and oh, those yeah, three, totally. three straight Rose Bowls. But, but Urban Meyer has been there, done that. And again, I said it a couple segments ago, but I'll stick with it. If you can't put a national championship contender together in Madison with Urban Meyer at the helm with his recruits, with the type of the type of success that he's had, I don't think you could ever do it. So I googled Urban Meyer Wisconsin. The first thing that popped up, an article from last year, Urban Meyer should not even be an option for Wisconsin football. So I clicked on the article. I was like, oh, what do they have to say? Uh, the third paragraph down, um, they're saying right here, some Badger fans might even be bold enough to forget morals and standards and make a deal with the devil by hiring Urban Meyer in some capacity so they can be considered contenders. That's the third paragraph of the article. Now, you would forget more bold enough. To forget morals and standards. In reality, which is what I like to live in, there's no way in hell Urban Meyer's ever snipping no, around the UW campus to be the next Wisconsin football coach. Whether it's because they stick with Paul Christ or they say that in-house we have Jim Leonard in line or we have another plan where it's somebody else that we would like down the road. Yeah. It will, in my mind, never be Urban Meyer. But if there was the opportunity to hire him, I'm all over it. Faster faster than flies on crap, white on rice, however, whatever you want to use, I'm there faster than that. Charlie on an ice house. Even faster than Charlie on an ice house? Dude, when they talk about all of the... uh, Scandals and everything. Right here, Urban Meyer is the type of coach that would co- that could very well bring success to your program on the field to make them contenders. But at the same time, he will also bring some sideshow or scandal with him. It's been with him everywhere. I would put a great deal of money down that there are scandals at the University of Wisconsin Madison with their sports teams that we never even hear about. Now, are they to the level of some of these? Probably not. Like he's but Akon, you know, he's smacking that on the dance floor? But you know floor? they probably get swept under the rug if they're able to be swept under the rug. I have no if ands, or buts about that. I'm sure it happens. And you can't tell me that there aren't some of these other coaches that aren't out there recruiting and spending money, especially in the, the times of NIL. I would be willing to argue that uh, Urban Meyer, some of the things that he's done or some of the things that these top coaches have done have now just become fair game with NIL. Oh, yeah, totally. It's the Wild West of NIL. Now, some of the other stuff off the field, I get it. It's a black eye. 
But you can't tell me that some of these other guys aren't doing it as well. And again, they just don't look the other way or it's not brought up or it gets brought up 20 years after the fact. Let's see here. I got Kyle. Um, I got Kyle up in lacrosse area. WKTY says if Wisconsin were to hire Urban Meyer, I would drop my season tickets of 18 years without a thought. No questions asked. What if they went to a college football playoffs that year? Let me ask you this, Rowdy. I guarantee you, maybe you would have some people that will stand on their high moral ground and say, hey, I'll drop my tickets. I get that. I think those same people would be coming back if you're a national championship contender. Rowdy, if it wasn't for a cameraman or someone with a cell phone at a bar in Ohio, after Urban Meyer took his wife and grandkids out to a nice lunch, the... His wife, the grandma, took the grandkids and went home. Urban Myers stayed and smacked that all on the floor like he was Akon in front of everyone in a with a blonde co-ed. Morals? Do you care that Urban Meyer was smacked that all on the floor with some random lady? After eating lunch with his grandkids? Dude, we were just talking about potentially bringing back Brett Bielema. This was like a weekly occurrence. You've heard all the stories. Everyone's heard all the stories when he was in Madison. <laughs> so no, let her, let her if dance you were, free. If you were willing, let her dance free. Seriously, if you were willing to keep Brett Bielema around, think about it this way. Everyone's heard stories about Brett Bielema at bars. Am I wrong on that? No. It was like well known. Yes. He was out there kind of being scummy on the weekends with co-eds, with chicks at just, bars. Just being scummy in general. Guess what? You put up with it and looked the other way for Brett Bielma when we were talking about Brett Bielma raising your program to three and four stars and getting to Rose Bowls. Did not win one, but he's starting to maybe even bring that program back up a little bit. You're not telling me that you wouldn't look the other way for a guy that could potentially bring you a real national championship and could actually get you to the level that you were looking to be. Did Urban Meyer also harbor a, a known murderer at the time in Aaron Hernandez? Did he know about that? Wasn't there some story about him like huffing a bunch of meth and like... I have to look into that. What? Urban Meyer. What you, well, he, he he was the one where the, when he was in Florida. I thought they knew something. Like, how does it go? Uh, I have to remember they, the documentary I watched. When he was in Florida, they had known that he had past history. Yeah. Like he was gang but I mean, and stuff. But, I mean, that's a lot of, not, not a lot, but those are, there's a lot of situations. Harboring a murderer. All right, here, let's open up the phones. You get what I'm saying, though? No, no, if you're no, able saying. to look the other way for Brett Bielema, now why wouldn't you look the other way yeah, you could not like it, but you could look the other way for an Urban Meyer who's an even higher class of coach. Right, that do doesn't make any sense to me. Line one, good morning. Who's this? Thanks for waiting on hold. Not Urban Meyer. Is he in the D? What's up, dude? Nada. Uh, and then they also look the other way a little bit on Bull Ryan, so we can't forget about that. Listen, I'm sure in a lot of programs, there's a lot of people looking the other way. I know. That's what there's I'm getting still- at. So you got, you got to get off your high moral ground if you want to win. And sign a deal with the devil. That guy's season tickets, where are they? I mean, if he's willing to just drop them, I mean, I'll just take them from him. I mean, if they're decent tickets. Let's see here. He says, uh, he's listening. Kyle, where are your tickets at? He says, I don't care if they want, uh, went to a college football playoff. You have to draw a line at some point. No ethics or morals. Plus, he's never stayed at a location for long uh, before a quote-unquote medical condition happened. Here's my ethics. If those tickets are great, I'm, not, I'm just buying them to sell them. 
that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so you're, you're playing the long game here. You hope Wisconsin hires Urban Meyer. So Kyle and lacrosse sells his tickets. You'd scoop them up, and then you would then sell them for an upcharge. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Ohio nice. State's going to come back. You're, always ske- you're a schemer. You're scheming, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I'm always scheming. Um, also, Rowdy, how does it feel to be 1-0 and against Ben Kenny? What do you I mean? mean you, have a, you have a chance for Bailey Zappi to be playing this. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mac Jones, Patriots quarterback, high ankle sprain. Could be Brian Hoyer or Bailey Zappi. I know. And, I mean, we should have just backtracked that bad and see what actually officially. I don't think anything officially happened, but your stance was Bailey Zappi would be better in five years. And Jack Cohn, his stance was Jack Cohn would be better in five years, and yeah. Jack Cohn's not even on a team. No, I and think Bailey that was Zappi part of the part of it too. Was who was going to make a roster? Yeah, clearly one has and one hasn't. Yeah. Z, anything know. else, brother? Uh no, I wish it'd get a little bit warmer, but that's about it. Well, it's only here. I got bad news for you. It's only going to get colder. Oops, sorry, Z. I actually hung. Sorry, buddy. I actually hung up on you. Uh, real quick, before I get to line two, uh, my buddy John Ye Midwest says Urban Meyer more more like Pervin Liar. You can't look the other way with Perv. There's too many eyes on him. Would be crazy national scrutiny every single week. I don't know. You get him up on that. Uh, there's a couple different floors and some bars around there, you know. Urban have his, his nightlife. Uh, good morning. Line two, who's this? Hey, it's Adam calling in. How's it going, guys? Adam, what's up, dude? How we living? Hey, I'm doing all right, man. Hey, I was uh, going to throw the Bo Ryan thing into the mix on the on the other discussion, but Zach kind of beat me to it. But, yeah, you know, that got swept under the rug real quick when you know when Frank Kaminsky was helping us almost win a championship and actually winning a championship. <laughs> uh, um, and I, I'm all in on Urban Meyer. You know, I want, Jimmy Leonard, I want Jimmy Leonard to get, yeah, yeah, hey. The only reason they're talking about us now is because we were on our heels against Ohio State and then getting embarrassed. So let's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's by hooker, by crook. We're talking about, like, literally the seediest business in our country. Exactly. I, I mean, the only thing, this the is only a thing more corrupt game. is government. If, if people yeah. think it's clean, this is a dirty game and it's been dirty for a long like, time. Like, people will bend over for government officials as they're starting wars, uh, fleecing their pockets with your tax money, and just and be the scummiest people ever. If you want to win a dirty ever. game, you got to be the dirtiest. Right, and all those people that are saying they're going to get rid of their season tickets are going to throw their Badger gear in for more expensive Badger gear after we actually start winning because <laughs> the price is going to go up with inflation. So I, mm. I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that we need to, like just throw all the morals out the window, but you are if you go in with all, all of Urban Meyer. Uh, but either way, like our downfall, I think, is definitely recruiting standards. A guy I called a couple segments ago about, you know, some of these, these guys in Alabama, they're going into the slums and fudging numbers uh, to get their DPA up. And I don't know if you guys have paid attention. It seems to be working with whatever they're doing <laughs> down there. <laughs> well, so, that's the thing yeah, about – no, I mean, this is never going to happen. You're never going to see Urban Meyer be the head coach of Wisconsin. But it's Correct. a nice thought process to see, like, what people would do to win. Sure, and I, you know what? There's there's more people that are on the other side of the fence that don't want it that would convert than vice versa if it did happen. You know what I mean? Like once once we're out to eight and zero and ranked third in the country, like oh, you know, maybe I'll tune in on at two thirty or seven o'clock this Saturday. So that's all I do. That's my two cents. You know, we we I I love Paul Christen and his his connection to Wisconsin, but it's definitely stale and stagnant over there. Um, there's. 
obviously division within the team. Graham Mertz sounds defeated and like, oh, you know, the sun came up on Sunday. That's cool. That'll help you get better, right? Like, you know what I mean? So it's a mess, and it's it's hard to. I'm just ready for the box because the Packers aren't going to do anything but strip our hearts down. And hey, 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 hey! Don't say that yet. And Adam, for anyone that's sitting there saying how they would rather have Jim Leonard than Urban Meyer, they're the same people that say. Let me hold on to my prospects if I'm the Milwaukee Brewers in a, in a year in which it's in our window to win instead of going and getting the proven bat, which is Urban Meyer. Correctly. And like I said, like I said, on the heels of the trade, I was fine with the trade. You needed to get the return, but to, to, to level the playing field on that trade. So, yeah, you you got to. You got to shake it up sometimes, you know. The Brewers shook it up the wrong way, but uh, breaking the mold of the Wisconsin, the good old Wisconsin boys, like, hey, what, are, what are we out? Like, you know, a couple, are they going to take a Reggie Bush trophy away from us seven years down the road? Like, is that the worst that's going to happen? Yeah, I so, thought I saw in, like, a new Subway commercial he got his trophy back. So, like. Well, he should. Yeah, I mean, uh, Reggie Bush, given the, should have got his trophy back, you know, never should have been taken away from him. If you ever used him in the college football game, he, he was the Bo Jackson of the human cheat code. Yeah, yeah yo, for sure. You could you could run out of the end of the back of the end zone and still make it on a kick return. <laughs> but, all right, that's all I got. Adam, good stuff, brother. I'll let you get back to it. See you, buddy. See you, Adam. Yeah, six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. Man, yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking about split herb to herb or not to herb. All of the coaches in college football, who would I bend over backwards for? And if they were available and, and were willing to come to Madison, would I drop everything and do something for? It's Nick Saban. It's Dabo Sweeney. It's Urban Meyer. It's probably Lincoln Riley. And then outside it, like the, there's probably four or five coaches where I would just say, <laughs> I'll do anything to get them here because if they're here, anything. You all of a sudden become a national championship contender. And, and if, if you don't, your football program sucks. If you can't win with Herb, they can't win at all. Man, look at that, Rowdy, stirring it up. Love it. All right, we got to talk a little baseball around the way. Also, Green Bay Packers. They got the Patriots coming in. Uh, how about this for morals? Is there too much morality for uh, one of the Milwaukee Brewers? They're going to be honoring Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina tonight at American Family Field as they're on their farewell tours, obviously. I get it when it comes to Albert Pujols, oh, 700 home runs now, which is very impressive. Alberti, speaking of um, Albert Pujols, did you see that the guy that caught his 700th home run ball said he wasn't giving it back? He was keeping it, and Pujols said, that's what they're for. It's a souvenir. Souvenirs are for the fans. Did you see that Pujols had no problem with that? Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't want to sell it or if Albert Pujols wants to buy it, pony up the money. I mean, that's that's yeah. the thing. You hit the ball into the Pujols stands. Like, Pujols like, I have no problem with it. I mean, it's, it's, it's for the fans, man. It's for the fans. Uh, I just It's a sour taste in my mouth, though, honoring the Brewers organization, honoring Yadier Molina. I mean, that's, like, that's the one that is the most craw. Uh, that I feel there, uh, Yadier Molina. I don't think anyone really likes him, besides unless you're a Cardinals fan, obviously. Pujols, I get. Uh, but Rowdy, I was seeing this when it comes to uh, you know, getting home run balls. Who's ever going to be getting Aaron Judges if he does do it, breaking the Roger Maris record? That's going to be, you know, what they say, a couple million dollars to whatever fan gets that if they were to uh, keep it and sell it. I saw this uh, in 1998. Phil Ozersky, uh, if I say his name right, a fan uh, making $30,000 a year 
caught Mark McGuire's 70th home run. The Cardinals asked for the ball in exchange for a signed bat, a ball, and a jersey. That was their offer. The fan said that he also would take that, but he also wanted to meet Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire said no. Guess what happened? The guy who had the ball said, well, you're not going to get the ball then. <laughs> Three months later, after the Cardinals uh, you know, said, we'll give you a signed bat, a, a ball, and a jersey, but you can't meet Mark McGuire because Mark said no. He said, oh, I'm not giving you the ball then. Three months later, this fan sold the ball for $3 million. That's and now how you do it. The equivalent to making $30,000 in 1998 is still above the nation's average currently. That's about $55,000. Isn't that crazy? In today's day and age. So, yeah, I mean, this is a guy with a relatively average income in the United States. Caught a lottery ticket. They... They told you that you could have a jersey, some signed balls and bats. A ball and, and a bat. And you say, oh, I just want to meet Mark McGuire too. That's an easy out for the Cardinals and Mark and McGuire. Mark said, no. You just don't have to be a douche for like 20 minutes. If that. Yeah. I want to meet Mark McGuire too, Big Mac. No. The guy made the right call. I actually... Even just throwing in meeting Mark McGuire for, yeah, like the 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. No. Not even worth it. Guy won the deal. <laughs> he told, three. He literally caught a lottery ticket. And he said the deal breaker was meeting Mark McGuire. Big Mac, nope, not happening. All right, buddy. My, ball's mine. Guess what? I'm $3 million richer now. And uh, you said how long did it take for Three him? months. Three months. Three months. Well, that three million in '98 is now worth about five and a half million. That is pretty nice. So whoever catches, if they do, if Aaron Judge does hit his, you know, tying and then record-breaking one, baby, you better hang on to that ball for dear life. You do not give it. I would not give it up. As the fan did that when he tied Babe Ruth, would the fan give up uh, a couple signed balls, a signed bat, and a picture with Aaron Judge? Yeah, no. That's and Rudy, what did you say? That's just to get your foot in the door to talk to me. Yeah, if you were my, if you were my good buddy, and say you caught the Mark McGuire home run, or you caught the Aaron Judge home run, or you caught whatever home run that was worth that much, and you ended up selling out for a bat, a ball, a, Three meet, balls. a meet and Four greet, balls, actually, and whatever, and then say ten years from now, you're kind of down on your luck, and you knocked on my door and asked for money, I'd call you an idiot and say you should have kept the ball. uh, Who are you again? Here's your tip. Who are you? (laughs) I'm sorry. You know me how? Oh, you're the guy that made me give away a couple million dollar baseball. Should have kept that ball. Dumbass. Sorry. Good luck on Skid Row. All right. 608-321-1670. Twitter zone. Madison. Uh, My Twitter Ebo says Rowdy. Rowdy underscore Razor. Got Jocko coming up. We'll talk uh, Mike Chocks. Uh, around the way. But, yeah, the Brewers did not gain any ground. The Phillies lost to the Cubs. Brewers lost to the Cardinals. Uh, now tonight, the Brewers will be honoring Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina uh, with their last series of the season against the last game of the season against the Cardinals. And then uh, eight games remain. Then after tonight, seven games remain. All at home for the Brewers. And it's, it's nut-cutting time for the crew. They need to uh, start winning some games here. They fell 6-2. to two. Adrian Hauser with a groin injury. 
Uh, Rowdy, speaking of the Brewers, I'm going to look at our Twitter poll quick. And some people are wondering why some people are voting no in this. So the Twitter poll is, do you just want to see the Brewers make the playoffs? Yes or no? 60% saying yes, 40% saying no, over 200 votes in. Rowdy, you voted no, and no. I voted no right away because I've been on the, I don't want to see this team in the playoffs since like mid to late August. Be, you know, just because of all the shenanigans and the BS that they've tried to pull. No, I pers- I voted yes because, listen, I hate hearing Ananasio uh, go out and stir and say, well, we've been five years in a row. Look how competitive we are. Well, one year you got in b- below 500 the first time ever, and then uh, some other years you totally went silent. You had no bats to do anything. And this year you would stumble into the playoffs, probably lose right away. But the reason I voted yes, Rowdy, you said that if the Brewers were to win the World Series this year, you would eat your own crap. Yeah, because now the reason why so I confident. said that is because Ben was crying about the Phillies. Yes. And then we were talking about when the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl, that some of their fans were out there legitly eating horse crap yep. from like the police horses that were crapping at the yep. uh, Super Bowl parade. Yep. So I said I would do that because there's no shot in hell. So that's why I voted yes, just because you can't win the World Series if you're not in the playoffs. So I want to see the Brewers make the playoffs in the slimmest of chances that they do win the World Series. I might vomit doing it, but it would be hilarious to see you. (laughs) Now, here's the thing. If they made the playoffs and it stays exactly how the playoffs, which they probably will, there's I don't see the Padres passing the Braves or anything like that. And I don't see the Phillies or Brewers passing the Padres. Clearly, I, I don't really see the Cardinals passing the Mets or the Dodgers. So in theory, it should pretty much stay as is. Do you know who they would play first round in the best of three Who's that? and the new best of three format? It is one three game series at the uh, home team stadium. Who is that? Rony? That would be the St. Louis Cardinals no, first round, baby. Yeah, I don't know how the what was the What was our series so far? Season series. The Milwaukee Brewers have been very underwhelming all season, and this is why everyone's pissed off because this was supposed to be the year on paper. Everything lined up for you, lined up in your window, lined up to be able to go buy something. You were supposed to be great. You had the pitching. You had all this. You didn't reach it. No, and you you, you sold act, at the trade deadline. You didn't reach it, and yeah, you had a lot of bad things going against you, like the injuries, like the bullpen not necessarily being as good as it was supposed to be, like some of the guys struggling early, like Colton Wong. So I get it; you had some things going against you, but you had an opportunity to better your team and better yourself, and you decided not to. Yeah, they punted. They sold. They gave away their best piece. Even with for all nothing, those for things nothing. going against you, you still had a lead and could have bettered your team. For nothing. And you said, nah, we're good. So, yeah, we're going to just you know help some people, teams out with some books, DFA some guys. So then when you send me and other people like me emails about coming out to games and, and, and here's another you know celebration we're having for this man. and that, you know what we all should say? <laughs> We're good. We don't want to go. <laughs> or be Braves fans. At least that team wins. The team actually guy. goes for it. I was up late last night. I'd be up late tonight again. What are you up late last night doing? Ah, the Phillies lost. Yeah, well, Brewers lost too. So. I know.
they're they're both I both organizations honestly are such a joke. Do you want? So I have a Twitter poll going on at Zone Madison. Do you want to see the Brewers make the playoffs? Yes or no? <laughs> That's not a fair question for him. <laughs> That's not a fair question at all. Obviously, right now they're in the playoffs. The Phillies. Yes, they're trying their best to be out of it. Do you want to see him in? Yes. Yeah. He's been I'm, crying for like 10 he, years. Rowdy does not want to see the Brewers in. I'm excited for the Brewers to give a tribute to Albert Pujols after today's and game. And Yadier Molina. I can't wait to see that. Isn't that... Classy organization. Yeah. Nice really sarcasm. classy. Yeah. It's so stupid. I am honestly kind of surprised they didn't make sure they were the ones to give up the 700th. That was a... If you go to Vegas... Hey, Middle of the summer, Albert Pujols to hit his 700 homer against the Brewers yeah. and get... The timeline did work out. It could have Met happened. with a rousing applause. That was minus 300. I can't believe they're not letting Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina throw the first pitch tonight, too. <laughs> like, and make it Cardinals day well, at the ballpark. Yadier Cardinals couldn't night. throw out the first pitch. He'd have to catch it. Well, you just have a... And Pujols would probably throw better strikes than Hauser. <laughs> Brewers are... Oh. See, I'm not upset hey, about I was up late last night, too, but with the Brewers. The whole the whole uh, uh, network went down. Really? Yeah. Ugh. So um, organization, they, man, unreal. Of the whole Brewers Radio Network, and uh, they had a late email around seven o'clock saying, "Get a board up if you can. If not, you're gonna do it manually." Oh, brother! So I got to stay up uh, till the ten o'clock at night listening to the Brewers lose to the Cardinals. So while fi- I was running the board from my Jeep. Phillies Cubs. It was beautiful. And Brewers. I loved doing that last night. It was they all, great. They all started at six forty. The Phillies-Cubs game was two hours and 20 minutes. Really tidy, really quick. The Brewers game was like, what, three and a half? Oh, yeah. And then post-game. Don't forget about the post-game. Oh, yeah. That's another beautiful 35 minutes. Gotta have the post-game. Oh, it's, it's, it was fantastic. <laughs> Nothing I like more. See, I'm not upset about the tribute to Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina, Which two is, guys that, that are going to go into the Hall of Fame, because they kind of set this standard He's a Braves fan. with oh, Derek yeah. Jeter. When Derek Jeter had his little victory lap season... Oh, they're in this. Was, this is the same thing. It was unbearable. This is the same thing, but I would even say to, to your point, like a lesser degree. And yeah, Pujols deserves it. I get Pujols, but at the same time, with everything the Brewers organization has done into the fan base this year, I think it's just bad timing because the Cardinals are wrapping up the division. It's at the end of the year. Like if this series was at the beginning of September, none of you would have said Jack about it. Well, the timing is objectively hilarious. I would have said no matter, even when the Peanut Tillman was allowed to have the first pitch for the Brewers, I said, what the hell are they doing? This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Now, I'm he not upset. for the Bears. I'm not upset with the, with the no Brewers the losing Packers. last night. Brewers. When we talked about this at roughly about the same time yesterday, I was saying, yeah, they got some upside to win both games. But on paper, you need to have Hauser look like good Hauser. He didn't look like the good Adrian Hauser. He looked like the guy that pitched from basically June into July. He didn't look like the 2021 version. He didn't even look like the first couple months of the season version of Adrian Hauser. He walked more batters than innings pitched. That's not a recipe for success. Now, clean the slate. I'm not exactly sure what the Cardinals were doing last night because, yeah, they they had a nice, easy win. Brewers went through a lot of their lower leverage relievers. They didn't have to use the Devin Williams or the Boxberger types of the world. But the Cardinals used their closer for two innings. I don't know if he just hasn't gotten a ton of work. I didn't look that far into it. But, yeah, one of the guys that has been closing games for the Cardinals worked two innings last night, so I'm sure they're probably not going to... Clinch the NL Central with that yeah, one, too. Yeah, they're probably not going to use them today, especially after them clinching, celebrating. 
I do look for the Brewers to win tonight, and that was continuing to stay on pace with the go 3-1 and one against the Reds over the weekend, split with the Cardinals, all of a sudden you're 4-2, and two, and now you got to take advantage of the last two series. Today is kind of a must-win for me. If you drop this game... For you or for... I think it's more of a can't lose, Yeah, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I like that. Can't lose. They they have to win this game against the Cardinals because I just... I don't see them if they fall off this pace. I don't see them sweeping the hey, Marlins. I'm just glad they got their priorities straight. They were able to supply the champagne for the Cardinals last night, clinch the NL Central. They can celebrate Yadi Molina. Do you see that? And the uh, pools tonight. I'm just glad they had their priorities straight. Listen, it all sucks, and obviously... And I hope they of, give them $6 vouchers, too. No. <laughs> None of it was planned. It all sucks, but it is kind of objectively funny how the timeline has worked out. Oh, it's, 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 I bet you the Brewers planned this out. They're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. They had this plan right when Yachty said he was going to be done and Pools came back for a second. Like, yeah, we got you, bro. At least the Padres and the Phillies aren't coming to town right afterwards to then celebrate as well. Well, I just sent you a little uh, Adam McKelvey tweet where he is talking to Christian Yelich and asking him questions about the Cardinals winning the Central. And if you want to puke, and listen to a guy just say, oh, yeah, you know, we deserve, you get what you deserve in sports. Ryan Helsley, by the way, uh, the closer you were talking about, that was his first time pitching in five days. It was, yeah, so he just needed work. It was only his second appearance in 10 days. So um, he needed work, but I, I wouldn't yeah, expect I'm glad, him. I'm glad the Brewers could do that for him. To now be used again today. I'm glad the crew can provide that for him. That's nice of them. Yeah, big hangover game, or do, does Albert Pujols want to really pay up to the tribute like Coach K tried to do in the final well, I'm four. I'm sure they'll serve some meatballs up for him. I just still think the Brewers gracious. walk away one and one in this series and staying on the nine and four pace. Well, I've questioned my fan. Like, Rowdy already gave up on the Brewers. He's a Braves fan. Last night, sitting in that Jeep, having to manually push things to break and listen for out cues and hear him losing. I about, I about said F it with the Brewers. I think I'm done. I almost voted no in the Twitter poll today, but since Rowdy did say he would eat his own crap, they won the World Series. You, oh. can't, you can't win the World Series if you're not in the playoffs. So I voted yes. You to got to make it. One of the Brewers making the Safest playoffs. bet I've ever made. Make some extra money, too, so Adonacio feels more secure about the money he gave McCutcheon I'm so, I'm and other so people. I'm over the Brewers. Dude, imagine being an owner of a baseball franchise and the franchise being worth like over a billion dollars and your prized free agent was an $8.5 million signing of Andrew McCutcheon. <laughs> Like just, just just let that just let that sink in, and this isn't 2012, 2013, 2014. This is almost a decade later. Yeah, yeah. This is. Oh, there was one guy on the market that I saw. Him, I knew I would spend extra to have. His name is Andrew McCutcheon, and he's in his late thirties. Remember when Adonazio said that they were going to buy uh, after they explained the trade away Josh Hader that they were in on? Um, what did he say? He threw David Stearns under the bus. Who was the big prize acquisition again in the in free agency? Who went to the Padres again? Well, I can't remember. Juan Soto. Yeah, remember when uh, Adonazio said, I, I would have paid for Juan Soto if we would have got him. Remember him saying that? That's yeah, the old sure. Packers deal. Every single like, yeah, time a wide receiver signs elsewhere, the Packers put it out to the media that they were in the running. Hey, I did hear some rumors that I did hear some rumors that the Brewers were in on Shohei Otani hard. But I just roll my eyes because I'm like, yeah, until I effing see it, I'll believe it. <sighs> Oh, I'm just here's a little. Like, really? Do you really no, think that happening. they were going to pay Juan Soto four hundred million dollars? Do you really think that no. they were going to trade for Shohei Otani and give him half a billion dollars? No, never. Bull. Not happening. Here's a little snippet. They from won't the- even give Adrian Hauser six hundred thousand dollars in arbitration. 
Today's clincher didn't feature much suspense. St. Louis scored the first six runs to the delight of the large contingent of Cardinals fans at American Family Field. Yeah, enjoy those $6 vouchers. Hey, Ben. Also, it must be said, whoever manages the Brewers' Twitter account that thought it'd be smart in June to tweet at a Cardinals fan in their mentions. Oh, God, I saw that. Sorry, oh, couldn't hear you from three and a half games back. I saw that for That person needs to be fired. Yeah. That is that is gross malpractice with a team Twitter account, and now you've subjected yourself to getting dunked on for the last four months when the team fell into second place. I saw that, by the way. it's uh, The Brewers lost one, this was months ago, in the middle of the season when they were on a slide. They, it was in the Cubs, and they just posted, we don't want to talk about it. That was the the social media manager. I'm like, July 7th. Go fire yourself. Take take two weeks off and quit. Sorry. Couldn't hear you from three games back. That tweet now has a thousand quote tweets. Nearly a couple thousand. They didn't delete it? Oh, no. It's still there. I'm looking at it. Boys, I'm going to go back and count my September emails to see where we're at. I haven't done that in a while, but they have been coming in. (sighs) Nelson reads emails live on air. What a segment. I wouldn't be the first radio host. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say. That's funny. All right. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just done with the, I'm like done with the brewers. I'm like done. I'm done. I'm not, but I am. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm not, but I am. A good thing. The Badgers are good.